All right. Welcome back to the Together Thriving Podcast. Our guest today is Mel Roden, and we're going to be talking about the healing journey that led her to Costa Rica. So I'll let Valet do a little introduction of our guest before uh, we, ha we have her on. Welcome to the Together Thriving Podcast. We're your hosts, Sarah and Valeria. Together Thriving started as a virtual wellness summit for women and femmes of color by women and femmes of color. We created Together Thriving because after years of being wellness coaches, we realized there was a severe lack of representation in the wellness industry. Black, Indigenous, and people of color wellness experts don't get featured or highlighted as much as we should in this industry. So we figured, why not build our own table? We started this podcast to uplift and empower women and femmes of color with wellness resources, knowledge, and a safe healing community so that we can get out of the fight or flight mode and truly thrive in our day to day. Women and femmes of color live at the intersection of two marginalized identities, that of our gender and that of our race and ethnicity. Additionally, the intersection of cultural identity and wellness is rarely, if ever, featured in the spotlight. This is why representation matters. We want this podcast to be a platform where the voices of women and femmes of color in the wellness industry are amplified and where our community can find resources that speaks to their wellness needs. So without further ado, here we go. Mel is a yoga life coach and the owner of You Got Mel. She teaches yoga therapy for mental health and self-awareness and is also a life purpose coach. She fell in love with yoga through Yoga Nidra, which helped her overcome self-destructive habits, manage stress, and address the emotional blockages that kept her stuck on repeat. Now she shares this gift with others to help them do the same. Welcome, Coach Mel. We're so glad to have you on the podcast. Well, we like to start off episodes by asking our guests what their intersectional identities are. So if you could share those with us and also tell us a little bit about your story and what got you into your current life's work. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's an absolute honor and a pleasure. Um, always good to connect with you two ladies. And yeah, so you do. So that was a great intro. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up. But yeah, so my name is Coach Mel. Um, Melinda, Mel, whatever, decide, whatever you want to call me. Um, I go by uh, she, her, hers. I am a black American cisgender woman. Um, born and raised in Los Angeles, California, but I've been, I've lived in like seven states and now a country. Um, I've actually lived in a couple of countries. Um, but yeah, so I... I'm a business owner that's given me the freedom to be able to move to Costa Rica, which is where I'm at. And uh, yeah, that was, I think that's my intro. Was, was that what we were talking about? <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll dive a little bit more into your story anyways. So it's all good. Uh, so Mel, you teach a style of yoga called Yoga Nidra. Can you tell us a little bit about that for anyone who's not familiar and how it works? What are the benefits? Uh, just for us to learn a little bit more about this practice. 
Yes, I'd love to. So Yoga Nidra is a guided sleep-based meditation. So for those of you who have never heard of it, or even for those of you who have, it's that part of the yoga class at the end where everyone's laying down in Shavasana, which is everyone's favorite part of yoga, except this type of yoga is the entire class. It's a guided meditation. Uh, we use scripts to be able to take someone from the very busy active mind down to the delta uh, brainwave, which is where you get the deep restorative sleep, and then bring them back up to waking. And so the first time I experienced this, to be honest with you, I had signed up to take the class, the course, so I could become a facilitator, knowing nothing about it, having never been through it. Um, and it was uh, the first time I went through it, the first round, it was four weekends. That first weekend, I was able to release so much emotional baggage. It blew my mind. Like I was actually going through a stressful situation with someone who was a colleague of mine. And because I was in class that weekend, I was able to manage the stress emotionally of that situation. And I was just like, this is good. I was like, I've got to learn more. And so I continued to study yoga nidra and have become an advanced yoga nidra facilitator, which means that I can also facilitate this for kids, which is brilliant. Um, but yoga nidra is just transformational as far as like moving the blocked energy that's stuck in your body. Sometimes we don't always have words for what we're going through emotionally. And, you know, sometimes you want to be able to find the words, identify it, process it. The beautiful part about yoga nidra is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to go back and relive it. You don't have to go back and process it because you're just lying down and surrendering to listening to the voice of the person who's leading the yoga nidra. Naturally, your body your subconscious and your conscious together at the same time are helping to move those blocked energies through your body and up and out of your body so that when you wake up, you feel restored. So often people will wake up feeling, and it's funny because there'll be parts of the yoga nidra that they maybe not remember, but then they're like, well, I think I went to sleep, but I woke up and I was like, yeah, because the way that it is, um, structured, it is to take you from waking down to delta and bring you back up to waking. And there are different types of yoga nidra. Um, I studied from a um, the Amrit Yoga Institute. And so um, I learned from Kamini Desai and her dad, Guru Desai, uh, is actually one of the first um, people from India who was able to bring yoga to the West. And so they have developed over the last several years this particular type of yoga nidra that I absolutely love. And so it's one of my favorite things to do just because of everyone's reaction afterwards. We're just like, oh my gosh, what was that? And so now I get asked to do it quite a bit. So that is yoga nidra in a nutshell. That is so powerful. And like, just listening to you talking, I'm like, whoa, I want to experience that. Like, that is so cool. And I just, I had no idea. Like, I love what you said about... Um, you don't have to relive certain things because it, like that can be traumatizing for the body and just kind of further put put you in like a state of feeling blocked and um, in certain areas and like emotionally. And so that is such a powerful practice. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. And I, I remember when you did the uh, little like session um, during the Together Thriving Summit last year, 
And that was like so helpful for me because I was all stressed about the summit. So that like it was very effective. Y'all like you need to try this yoga nidra because it's for real. Um, But switching gears a little bit. Let's talk about where you are right now. Costa Rica, like so amazing that you've moved there. Um, Tell us more. Tell us everything. Like we want to know what inspired the move and and how it's been, you know, living there. I don't don't know how long you've been there, but we're all ears. Yes. So Costa Rica, um, you know, it's funny because I... I had finished school. I was in a a year and a half long program in Arizona at a healing arts school, which is where I learned yoga nidra a couple of years ago. Um, And it was coming to an end. And, you know, after 2020, just being, um, you know, at the school that I went to was wonderful. I absolutely love it, but it is a predominantly white campus. And so I was there during the George Floyd murder and just, being in a predominantly white state and campus really kind of awakened me even further as far as like, I really need to get out of here. Like where else can I go? And so um, subconsciously, I think I knew I was going somewhere tropical. And so as I was like packing up my stuff in Arizona, I had no idea where I was going. I was going home to Illinois um, to be with my family for the holidays. And I, I, I like got rid of so much stuff and I kept just, you know, like Arizona's warm, but I really kept like a lot of the warm stuff because I knew wherever I was going to, um, it was going to be warm. Um, and so I had my cool stuff because they're in Illinois and it's winter, but like I put aside all of this like stuff for like beach weather, thinking Costa Rica, but I was like, oh, I don't know if that's where I'm supposed to go. And so during the holidays, I enjoyed time with my family. And then, um, I was like, okay, where do I go? Honestly, I went to Baltimore first because I was like, oh my gosh, that's like chocolate city, basically. There's tons of black people there. So I was like, I need need to change. I need to switch. And I went to Baltimore actually for like a month. And I was there and I was like, you know what? There are a lot of black people here, but this is my comfort zone and this won't challenge me. And I need to go somewhere. Like if I really want to level up like my personal development, elevate a little bit further, I'm going to need to be in a more challenging environment. Um, And I had made a list of the places that I wanted to go to. And Costa Rica and Morocco were on that list. And just Costa Rica just kind of called out to me because I had been here before, like 12 years ago. Um, And I remember being here and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like expats here that live here. I was all like, I'm going to be that one day. So here just 12 years later. And I finally made that move. And so I purged everything even more and got my life into two suitcases and a backpack. And I bought a one-way ticket to um, Costa Rica, not knowing anyone here. I was part of a, and I still am part of a uh, Blacksit tribe on Facebook. And to take it further, I'm part of a Black expats of Costa Rica Facebook group. And so I had begun to do some research um, and I was like, okay, it's time for me to make my black exit, my black exit to leave the United States because of whatever, everything that was going down in 2020, I was just like, I really need to go somewhere where it's not like crazy and I, where I fear for my life if I get pulled over or if I have to worry about like running into someone who's just going to dump all of their hatred and fear for black people on me. And that's just a terrible fear to live in. And so um, 
when I was getting ready to come to Costa Rica, I was just like, I have no idea how long, if it's going to work out. I just know that something was pulling me here. Like the universe was calling me to Costa Rica. So I bought a one-way ticket. You only get 90 days for a visa. So that was March of 2021. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just stay for three months. And so the minute I got here, I literally, from the first moment I got here, things just started to fall in place. Um, as far as like me meeting people, um, connecting with other conscious people, other yogis. And I was planning to travel around Costa Rica to just kind of get an idea of where it is I wanted to settle. And so I went to like three different areas. And then the area I came to last was called Puerto Viejo because I heard wonderful things. I was planning on traveling around Costa Rica to get an idea of where I wanted to settle. Um, and so I did for a couple of months and then planned on coming to the Caribbean side, which I had never been to, like I said, and um, I got here and the first night I got here, something fell over me. Like I didn't even see this place in the daytime, um, but the minute I got here an energy fell over me, said this is going to be home. And the next day when I woke up in the morning, I, um, I, I saw what it looked like in the daytime and it's so tropical and it's very um, Caribbean. There's a huge Jamaican influence here. So there's a lot of Rastafarians with the local Costa Ricans. And it's just a beautiful place to live. The energy here is kind of reminds me of a vortex because it is high vibe and a lot of people are conscious. Um, but I was able to connect with um, the black expats here that live locally. And so I literally walked into a family. I literally walked into a tribe. I literally walked into a support system. So although I came here by myself, I'm not by myself. And so it's been a blessing to be able to be a part of this community um, and just like meet people like, yeah, and connect with them and to feel like I don't have to do life by myself. It's been a blessing. Valerie and I are like smiling across the screen here. Yeah, like just hear your story. And like when you said um, when you said earlier, like I feel like I'm home, I got chills like that was beautiful. I'm so happy for you, Val. Yeah. And just like the fact that everything was lining up when the minute you got there, it's like the universe was like blessing you with all this abundance and you kept, you know, feeling more and more at home and finding your people like all good signs that you're where you're supposed to be. That's such a beautiful leap of faith that you took. And I feel like this is the perfect place to ask, like for anyone who's listening, who like is wanting to do a big move or is contemplating like a big change in their life, but is like feeling afraid, like what words of wisdom would you want to share with them? If you are someone who is possibly contemplating a big change, um, you're a little nervous, um, you're not sure if you could take that big risk. Um, I'm not going to tell you to do it because maybe or maybe you shouldn't. But what I encourage people to do is to get in touch with their intuition, your gut feelings. Take some time by yourself. Get silent to be able to go within and find out what it is that your higher self is calling you to do. Because we all have a plan. We all have a purpose. And you don't really always know what that is, but you really just have to try. And so, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can always change your mind. We have agency over ourselves to be able to make decisions and change our mind at the same time. And so worst case scenario, you come back home, then at least you know that maybe that didn't work. But why go through the rest of your life wondering if when you can, if anything, 2020 has shown us that nothing is stable, nothing is secure, 
and anything can change in a moment's notice. So if this is going to be the life that we're living to this point forward, I encourage everyone to live their full dream and live their full potential. Yeah, and speaking of listening to your intuition and that inner wisdom, I know you mentioned you're also a life purpose coach. So we're curious to hear about that journey and how you got started in that, what inspired you, but also um, what's it been like finding your purpose? Yes, so I am also a life coach, not just a yoga teacher. Actually, I call myself several things. Yoga life coach um, is one of them. Uh, But I... um, became a life coach first before I became a yoga teacher. That's always just been a calling that was the the business dream that was given to me by source to be able to start a coaching business. Um, And it's funny because I actually went to life coaching school and started a career coaching business first because I was like, oh, people's lives are too messy to deal with. And then as I was dealing with their careers and helping people find their dream job, their life issues kept coming up. And I was like, no, I need to to help them with their life. And so I actually have this um, tagline that Spirit gave to me that says, when you're personally out of alignment, you're professionally off of assignment. And so I help people find their purpose because everyone wants to be able to, you know, live their purpose or live, well, not everyone, but those who are encouraged to and inspired to live their purpose and maybe find their dream job in doing so. A lot of people who are starting to wake up are, Um, dissatisfied and unfulfilled in their current career and so they want to find out well what's my purpose on this planet and so before we start there I take people through a process to be able to personally work through a lot of the karma and challenges that they go through so that they can fully step into their purpose a little bit better than if they hadn't worked through that because every single pain and trauma that we go through is our purpose to overcome that. And so that's what I help people do and actually do that through Hebrew numerology, um, which is, I don't know if it's widely known, but I take people's birth names, translate that into Hebrew, and then from Hebrew, we translate that into num- to numbers because numbers have energy. Everything has energy. And so being able to use that to help people identify the karma and challenges that are holding them back from stepping into their purpose, and then also identifying the skills that they have to overcome those challenges. That's probably of anything else that I do, of all the other modalities, yoga, sound healing, um, yoga nidra, and yeah, all the things, this is probably the biggest request that I get. And it's totally fun to do. It's not always fun for the other person. You know, some of the things that come up are very traumatic, and I'm able to hold space for people to do that. But it's one of my favorite things to do to help people move through um, what's holding them back. So that's the biggest um, request that I get. And so recently, I started a um, virtual group coaching program that's been going on for a couple of months and then at the end of that is going to be a in-person retreat because we've been local I'm sorry we've been virtual for the last couple of months so now everybody that's from the states uh, is going to be coming to Costa Rica for one week in-person healing retreat so I'm so excited for that and then I'll be hosting this once more in September um, for because it's been going great absolutely great the um, intimacy of the group and the vulnerability and the camaraderie and the support that everyone's given to each other has been wonderful to see it's been a blessing to be a part of it and so that's one of the ways that I help people find their purpose as well. And I'm starting to do that on a bigger scale, moving away from the one-on-one coaching. I still do that, but group coaching has definitely been um, more of a calling for myself. 
I love it. I yeah, that's so interesting. And like, th- I learned so much through everything that you just said that I, I just had no idea about. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I sign me up, Mel. <laughs> like, I want to be coached by Coach Mel. <laughs> I also also sign me up. Like, <laughs> can I send you some Instagram DMs later? <laughs> Um, so Mel, I'd love to, you know, you in the in the story that you were just sharing, you also talked about healing, and uh, I would love to hear, especially because you've been going through such a transition in your life uh, lately, how this move that you just did and all those things that you've experienced in such a short period of time, um, how has it been healing for you in terms of physical, mental, and emotional health? So yeah, me moving to Costa Rica, you know, it's funny because I knew finally (laughs) after going to Baltimore, I knew I was opposed to, to come here and I didn't know why until I actually got here Um, because I had gone through so much healing over 2020. Like my healing journey has been going on since my awakening in 2017. So I've been on this healing path. And so when I came to Costa Rica, I actually showed up what I felt like as if, (laughs) you know, I'm always mistaken sometimes. What I felt as if like, oh, I'm healed. There's, you know, I'm able to hold space for people. And that is true. And at the same time, there are some other things that I needed to go through. Um, And so one of the things that was able to come from me moving to Costa Rica is to actually heal some of the sister wounds that I had from the black community. You know, just because I am black doesn't always mean that I've been in these black circles because I've been in predominantly white communities for so long and adjusted to that Um, and a lot of that is because when I was in corporate America and working up the ladder you know that's who I was surrounded by you know I was one of the few managers where I worked at that were black and you know either the black people you know wanted my help and so I would help them get into management or they hated me it was one or the other Um, but so there were a lot of, of wounds that I had from the black community and so being here on this side of Costa Rica with the black community not just the expats but also the local community as well has really helped to heal some of those wounds. Um, the other thing that has happened here in Costa Rica is that um, I came here you know spiritually ready and emotionally ready and healthy um, but physically my body needed some help and so one of the things that Costa Rica does is it brings up whatever it is that you need to work on. So the minute you get here, and I've talked to other people and it's true for them as well, the minute you get here, whatever it is that you need to work on, Mother Nature will and the universe will conspire to make all of those things happen. And I needed to take care of my physical health. And so that has been something that I have been doing since I've gotten here is to be able to to actually take advantage of living in this beautiful jungle that I live in and having access to all these plant medicines so that I'm not putting all of these other chemicals from all these other pills that I don't need into my body and to just heal it and get it pure so that I can actually function and continue to hold space for people. So that has been going on since I got here. And I feel great and I'm super supported and there's so many resources here um, as far as like holistic healing. It's too many to list, but I have enjoyed being a part of all of it and being able to heal and rest and also help people as well. So Mel, where can our listeners find you and how can they work with you if they're interested after listening to all the juicy stories you shared today? Yes, yes. Thanks for asking. That would be great. Um, If you are on any of the social media platforms, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at YouGotCoachMel. It's Y-O-U-G-O-T-C-O-A-C-H-M-E-L. 
um, you can shoot me an email, Coach Mel at yougotmel.org. That's Y-O-U-G-O-T-M-E-L.org. Um, you can send me an email if you'd like. Uh, my website is www.yougotmel.org. Um, or if you, hey, maybe you're just in Costa Rica and you want to come to the Caribbean side, uh, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, all of those, all of those. Um, always looking to connect with anybody who wants to move to Costa Rica, fellow yogis, the conscious community, other black ex, ex, uh, people who want to move to Costa Rica, people of color, just all people, all people are good. How can I help you? Love to talk to you. Yay. Thank you for sharing that. And we like to close out our podcast with one last question. And that is, what is one thing that makes you feel like you're thriving? Oh, that's a good question. Um, You know, it's a humbling experience for people to want to work with me. And so whenever I, I meet people who want to work with me, whether it's taking one of my yoga classes or joining my group program or wanting, you know, a reading or to be coached by coach Mel, I'm humbled. And so that's just my indication to me that I'm living my life's purpose. And so that's how I know I'm thriving is uh, my connection with others and them being able to um, be open and honest and vulnerable with me uh, to be able to share their stories and to be able to allow me to hold space for them while they process what they're going through like that. That is how I thrive. And so that's, the life that I live and I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for this interview. Honestly, it was so good. Like Valerie and I were smiling pretty much the whole way through. (laughs) So we're so glad we got to sit down and have this conversation with you. And I'm sure we'll connect with you again soon. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Together Thriving Podcast. If you've resonated with this episode, click that subscribe button, leave us a review, and share our podcast with your favorite humans to help us get this content out to more women and femmes of color who are looking for a wellness community where they feel heard and seen. If you'd like to join the Together Thriving fam, head over to our show notes to join our newsletter and stay in the loop for our upcoming community calls and annual summit. You can also find us on Instagram at Together Thriving WOC. Until next time, hasta luego. A bientôt.